everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're in Joshua 18, talking all about the dangers of delay. What happens when we are complacent, lazy, or have an I'll get to that tomorrow kind of attitude? And one thing you should know about me is that I am by far one of the biggest culprits of this I'll do that later attitude. And this most commonly plays out when it comes to what I choose to leave in my car. Right now, at the moment, this is so disgusting, and I can't believe I'm telling you all this, but here we go. The gal in the studio with me right now is laughing because she knows it's true. Right now, in the parking lot outside, where it's over 100 degrees, there's about a quarter cup of a Starbucks iced latte baking in the cup holder of my car. It's probably three days old. In fact, it definitely is, and it looks disgusting. And if I leave it there long enough, which I've done in the past, it will start to smell. Now, knowing this fact, oftentimes I leave it there saying, I'll get to that later because my hands are full and I physically can't carry it in at the moment. Or if I did, I'd have to leave behind something else that was needed for whatever I was doing or going to next. And how dare I consider taking two trips? Uh, So here's what I do. I leave old coffee, old lattes with milk in them specifically in the car in delay. I'll get to it later. And here's the thing, though. My delay causes me to forget the cup is even there. It's normal for there to be a latte leftover in the cup holder. Sometimes I don't even notice it's there. I grow complacent. And if I leave it there long enough, my delay will start to impact others. Maybe I need to give someone a ride. There's either not a cup holder for them to use or my car smells. Delay leads to complacency and impacts others. When, when I get out of the context of my car and I start thinking about delay in the real world, delay in obedience to God's commands, yeah, that delay leads to complacency. Yeah, it will definitely affect others, but our delay can also lead to sin. In today's chapter, we see that several of the tribes have delayed their obedience to God by not yet taking possession of the land that God had given them. One of the first things we learn from Joshua is what it looks like to call up our brothers and sisters in Christ when they delay obedience. Verse 3 reads, So Joshua said to the people of Israel, How long will you put off going in to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Joshua, as the faithful leader of Israel, spoke up. He spotted the delay, called it out, and provided the people with next steps. When you see others delay obedience, are you willing to speak up? Speaking up can be uncomfortable, but a failure to do so can grow complacency in both parties. Remember, delayed obedience leads to complacency. Next, delay impacts others. As one commentator put it, the two and a half tribes were waiting to go home. How long? The tribes of Reuben Gad and the half tribes of Eastern Manasseh needed an answer to that burning question because their returning home to be reunited with their families was contingent on that issue. Remember, they had made a promise. They got to live in the land they handpicked only because they agreed to help the rest of Israel conquer the land that God had originally allotted. Now next, we see that the tribes needed to conquer territory so the nation could realize the promise God had made. I'm using the Christ-centered exposition commentary on Joshua a lot for this episode, and I find the portion on page 195 incredibly helpful. It reads, The tribes needed to conquer territory so the nation could realize its promise. 
The promise was given, but the possession had not taken place in relation to the seven tribes who had not received their land inheritance. The seven tribes could not sit and wait for the lands to fall into their hands. They had to actively participate in receiving God's promises. They had to actively participate. We see that in verse 4, in which Joshua says, Provide three men from each tribe, and I will send them out that they may set out and go up and down the land. They shall write a description of it with a view to their inheritances and then come to me. The tribes had to actively participate in receiving God's promises. After they wrote those descriptions, they'd cast lots to determine which tribe got which portion of land. And the commentator continues by saying, Casting lots was a type of searching and seeking for the direction and will of God. This is what the apostles did in Acts 1 in their effort to replace Judas as a disciple. It was a kind of holy dice rolling that would determine the boundaries and the size of the land for the remaining seven tribes. This would not be a selection by luck, chance, or fate. It would be conducted by the guidance of the Lord himself who knew how the dice would fall. Joshua likely recalled the failure in the Gibeonite deception when he and the leaders did not consult the Lord. That's Joshua 9.14. He asks for guidance now, and the same is true for us today, as the commentator concludes by saying, Believers must not presume on God as it relates to His will. The Father has sent His Son into the world to save sinners. Therefore, we must not delay in taking possession of the salvation He offers in the gift of the Spirit. We must seek His will and carry out His instructions explicitly and completely. We must be determined to obey God. Even though God had promised the land, these three men from each tribe would have to participate in obtaining what God had promised. Surveying the land was not necessary for God. God already knew what they would find in advance. Rather, it was necessary for the men so they could see the grace of God with their own eyes and the potential the land held for their dwelling and future development, he concludes. And as I think about those men who are sent to scout the land and their delay in obeying God and conquering it, I'm reminded that we are much like them. For starters, it's been said that delayed obedience is disobedience, and that principle emerges in humans from a very early age. Any adult who spent time with toddlers knows that as a species, this tendency of delayed obedience emerges pretty early on when the kid disobeys the parents over and over again when the request is initially made. Delayed obedience is disobedience. However, as I thought about the seven tribes' delayed obedience, I was reminded of a theological term called appropriation. Appropriation, as defined by one author— does not necessarily mean to gain something new, but to set aside for our practical possession something that already belongs to us. To appropriate something in our daily walk in Christ, we face two essentials. To see what is already ours in Christ and to be aware of our need for it. On these two factors rests the ability to appropriate, to reach out in steadfast faith, and receive what belongs to us in our Lord Jesus Christ. The land was theirs for the taking. They just had to go after it. And there are so many things that are ours for experiencing. Ephesians 1, God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Matthew 11, come to me and I will give you rest. And the list could go on. However, it's been said that it is appropriation that tests us. How often we stop at admiration. God's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. We can come to Him and find rest. He's given us His Spirit to empower us. 
We believe it. We think it's awesome. But do we live in it? Just as God gave the Israelites land, he has given us gifts. And the question is, are we walking in them, experiencing them, living them out? That's all we've got time for today. If you've got kids around, there's a new episode of Journey Junior out today. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.